0: Hello and welcome to MASH Mouth, a podcast covering every single episode of the hit 1970s sitcom MASH. I'm Vanessa.
1: And I'm Ethan. Uh, Hello, Vanessa. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well. I'm having a lot of fun. (laughs) Actually, I have a story to tell you. Um, I thought about this and I was like, oh man, I have to tell Ethan this. So since we talk about sitcoms a lot, 1970s sitcoms, and it's been well established that I was and still am a pretty big nerd. Um, I watched uh, one of my favorite sitcoms when I was younger was MASH, of course, and this show called Three's Company. And I don't know if you've ever seen Three's Company, but it is really funny. Like, I really, really like it. I know the really theme like song.
1: <laughs> I know the theme song. The theme song is one of the most famous theme songs.
0: It's a really funny show. For the time period, it's very, like, innovative, I would say. There's this character her nickname in the show is Chrissy, but her full name is Christmas Snow. And it's like the the strangest thing. Yeah, I know. Her dad's like a pastor in it. Suzanne Somers plays her. So it was it was really funny. But anyway, so one time I was in it was in my undergrad legal research and writing course and my professor in that course was like super weird he was like really really strange and so one time like I forget how it came up but it was right before I think the final and he was like he had class and he would just talk and talk and talk and one time he said like Christmas snow and he's like if anyone can tell me who like what character that show is like what character that is who that show is from i'll give you an a on the final and i was like oh my god i know who it is but i was so nervous to raise my hand i was like i can't i can't do it you should have said
1: something
0: I was like, so ready to do it. I was like, oh my God, Three's Company, Suzanne Somers, Chrissy Snow. I know it. I know it. I know it. And of course, like I didn't raise my hand. And so after when I was working on the final paper, I was like, oh my God, this is so annoying. I should have raised my hand.
1: Oh, you should have. That would have been incredible.
0: <laughs> uh, I think about that. I don't know like really what came to mind that made me think about that in the last week but i was like this is this is something i really have to tell ethan so yeah so now you know that story my biggest regret in life is uh not, your
1: biggest <laughs> not regret in using life. my
0: sitcom knowledge to get an a in a class
1: <laughs> you should have you should have taken the bull by the horns and uh <laughs> you know use your powers that that god gave you <laughs> what's that mean i don't know what that means i'm sorry <laughs> that's a nonsense sentence <laughs> But uh, next time that, you know, your grade is dependent on sitcom knowledge, take that opportunity. It's like I interviewed you for my English class about MASH because I just knew that you could talk about it. So <laughs> t- just whenever you can, use that power. Use, uh, use your knowledge. U- use your hobbies. That's a message to all you kids out there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is is endorsed. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, um, do you want to get into the episode a little bit?
1: I would. Uh, You do not like this one. And this will be fun to talk about because it's our first one where we're not going to be like, oh, this is a great episode. So I'm excited. We're going to have an interesting discussion this time.
0: Yeah, definitely. This was one of the episodes where not only did I not really care for the subject matter, But also, like, I just didn't think it was that funny, this episode. So in this episode, um, after a particularly grueling stint in the OR, Hawkeye and Trapper are up to their usual hijinks to get acting commanding officer Frank Burns um, to sign off on some well-deserved R&R. But of course, things go awry when a psychiatrist is called to the camp and wants to bring Hawkeye back to Tokyo, but not for vacation, for psychiatric evaluation. So Ethan, what did you think about this episode? this episode,
1: I understand why you don't like it, and we'll get into that, but I didn't think it was that bad overall. There were still some good lines in it, and like, yeah, generally, this is more of a more of like a standard one, especially with the last episode, or last two even, being so pushing the boundaries Mm -hmm. of what you could do on TV at that time. Mm -hmm. This is just more of a wacky sitcom, like, trying to, (laughs) you know, scheming. So I understand, like, why you're less into it overall regardless of what happens later on in this episode. <laughs> but I do still think there were some good lines and good like character interactions. If this is the worst the show has to offer so far, you know, it's still a reasonably decent watch.
0: Yeah, I'd say that I, there were some moments where I I did laugh. I just didn't laugh as much like usually Mash has me going just from like their little one-liners because, you know, it's just usually like particularly funny, but I didn't really find anything that was like super like I never like laughed out loud, really, in this episode. There were definitely Good character interactions. I just like, "Eh." this episode was always just like, "Eh," in my opinion, and then watching it again as an adult, it's just like, wow, I can see why I didn't like this episode, even as a kid, so...
1: Yeah, I feel that. Some of, like, the good lines that I think were still in there was, one, right at the very beginning, they're in the OR, and they're, you know, operating for for days and days and days at this point. And, like, Hawkeye, like, eats a sandwich that, like, a nurse just hands into his mouth, and he's like, did the enemy give you that sandwich?
0: One thing about the opening scene that I noted when I was watching it was um, I really liked how the nurses were kind of, like, taking care of the doctors. Um, They were really, like, giving them everything they needed to sustain after days and many long hours of surgery. And I just, like, really liked that, like, teamwork kind of effort that the doctors couldn't get along without the nurses. I thought that was really sweet.
1: Yeah, and, like, after Hawkeye eats the sandwich, Frank, they show him suckling milk out of like <laughs> yeah uh... Like a hamster feeder thing, like I I know it's like a water bottle like drip feed thing, but because it was milk, I was like that is just straight nasty. Yeah, it seeing was this gross. man like licking this little tube, I was like I don't want to see this. And it like oh. knowing uh that you didn't like this episode and not knowing the full context of it, I was like oh is that why Vanessa doesn't like this one? Cause it's just kind of gross and like. <laughs> yeah kind of i
0: guess yeah that's funny yeah i thought that too i was just like ew milk milk in general gross anyway
1: milk um, in movies is gross there's like a really famous essay maybe not really famous but there's an essay about if you want someone to look unsettling in a movie just have them drink milk like in the opening of clockwork orange the uh like the villains of that movie who are our heroes because it's a messed up movie, are, like, just drinking very tall, pristine white glasses of milk, and it's very unsettling.
0: Oh God, yeah. And, like, to have Frank Burns drinking it, like, just no. Just no thank you. (laughs) I don't like it. So one thing that I thought was really funny in this episode, like, actually funny, Hawkeye and Trapper come out of the OR and they say to Radar, like, what are your ears hearing?
1: His supernatural powers to hear the helicopters and whatnot. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I thought that that was really cute. And so then Radar tells them, oh, there's not going to be any more, um, no more wounded, like the enemy's backing off. And I think it was Trapper's like, your ears hurt all of that? And it's like, no, I, I got the report from Henry's desk. Like, uh, no. <laughs> but so that's they give kind him like of... an a. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. That kind of jumped off into Hawkeye and Trapper kind of fought. And I always like that interaction that sitcoms do where it's like, we're not a married couple, but we're fighting like a married couple. And it's our first fight. And I just, I I don't know. For some reason, I love that.
1: Trapper literally says, it's our first fight. And he's just <laughs> like, oh. What was really funny about that was uh, Trapper was upset that Hawkeye called him a knucklehead. He was straight up like, don't call me a knucklehead. That's a very, like, minor insult, like a playground insult to be actually offended by.
0: Is that like a 1950s thing? Like, what is that?
1: <laughs> or maybe it's just you can't say much worse on TV. <laughs>
0: That's true, yeah. That kind of jumped off into Hawkeye and Chopper being like, man, we really need some R&R in Tokyo. And so, of course, they go to Henry, right? And Henry is leaving himself for R&R. And he's like, bye, guys. I'm not dealing with this. And so... Because Henry's leaving, Frank is the acting commanding officer, and Hawkeye is like, well, Frank's never going to let us go because, you know, it's Frank. Like, he He's a jerk. And Henry's like, mm, not my problem. All right, bye. And that's kind of what sets off the whole, why don't we have Hawkeye act crazy to try to get some uh, well-deserved R&R that Frank's never going to sign off on? So then a lot of shenanigans ensue.
1: A lot of shenanigans.
0: Why don't we first start with... <laughs> so my favorite thing that hawkeye did in this whole thing was he comes into the mess tent or well let me back up so trapper says to margaret and frank he's like man i think hawkeye is like cracking up like you know he's he's really feeling the pressure and all this kind of stuff you got to sign off on this and they don't really believe him they're like oh no he's he's fine hawkeye pierce he doesn't crack under pressure so then hawkeye comes into the mess tent in like full surgical garb mask up over his nose with this plate and they're like what are you doing and he's got liver and they're like what do you what do you mean you've got liver they're 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 serving hamburgers today and he's like no this is my liver don't touch it and they're like okay where'd you get it from and he's like the north korean and they're like what you're eating person (laughs) and of course they don't believe him right and So Frank goes over to his plate and Hawkeye freaks out. He's like, you touched my plate. You're not sterile. And that was one of the moments where I just- You ruined my liver. (laughs) Yeah, I just really laughed at that moment. Um, That was probably the funniest part for me.
1: Yeah, overall, like I'm not sure how I feel about him feigning- psychiatric need uh but that that particular bit was pretty good like it just was so absurd and the fact that they because first of all where did he get that liver from It's not my question from a too. north korean <laughs> yeah. uh second of all when they when they hear him say that he took it from a North Korean corpse, they don't, like, react that much. They're like, oh, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, not like, oh, you're a cannibal, we should, uh, get... (laughs)
0: yeah you're a cannibal we should really get you psychiatric evaluation they were just like and or put you in
1: prison yeah they were like like, oh this is weird this is a weird thing for you to do
0: give him give him some vacation time like what
1: (laughs) yeah like if you legitimately started eating a person (laughs) would tokyo be the best place
0: for it (laughs) that's a really good question that is Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, you know, I guess there's only so much you can do in like 24 minutes of a show, right? Like, can't tackle every issue.
1: They certainly try. Another another good bit from the scene is how it ends. Trapper, after Hawkeye leaves is like, hey, I think Hawkeye could really use some rest and relaxation. And, you know, he said to me this morning, uh, Frank is a wonderful, understanding person who would be sympathetic to to us. And then Frank just says, my God, he must be really losing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. I really thought it was interesting. Well, it was more funny that after that, Frank and Margaret were kind of like genuinely concerned. They're like, oh, man, like Hawkeye really is like... You know, cracking he might under pressure. be eating people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were concerned, which I thought was was funny and kind of like almost out of character for them. But then of course, like they don't necessarily believe him. They're like, "Oh, he might be faking it still. We're not sure." So, Margaret decides to call in a friend of hers who's a psychiatrist to, you know, discern whether Hawkeye is really, you know, kind of cracking under pressure or if he is just faking it. Like he actually is faking it for the R&R okay and so then we get introduced to Captain Sherman and just honestly right off the bat he's creepy in my opinion like yeah just not not a good vibe from this man yeah like he he was obsessed with Margaret like from the beginning and she even said that she's like oh he's been in love with me not
1: a good vibe from this man and like no offense this actor or anything like he does have like a kind face it wasn't like this man looked bad or anything but like how the character is he just has like a weird vibe and you're not supposed to like this guy cuz he's the the obstacle uh of mm-hmm. Hawkeye getting some relaxation but you know it's one of those classic TV psychiatrist are a quack thing uh, Mm -hmm. that we're really, I think, only just now starting to kind of push back against on TV of like, hey, maybe we should trust psychiatric professionals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, hopefully. But yeah, you're right. That was like a I feel like that was a trope in a lot of comedy sitcoms and even like you know I love Frasier and that was probably like one of the first times I feel that Frasier kind of meshed the psychiatric you know profession and comedy into like a not bad thing but uh, up until then I feel it was really like oh psychiatrist equals bad and (laughs) this guy really was not good (laughs)
1: Even to this day there's a lot of uh representations of getting therapy where it's like oh if you get therapy you you've admitted defeat. A lot of shows are more about mental health these days so like we are getting stories of like people who legitimately like try to pursue psychiatric help and it's not a bad thing. But especially for sitcoms of this era uh there is a lot more negative portrayals of psychiatrist in any given thing
0: yeah I'd agree with that and this guy just really took the cake on that one which we'll get into in a little bit yeah he kind of just gave off this like really weird vibe I I didn't like him so one of the one of the little issues that I kind of had with this episode I mean not to understate what it said but to kind of throw this psychiatrist off Hawkeye told him that he was in love with Frank Burns and that's why he was like basically saying that oh I'm crazy because I'm in love with a man and that was obviously you know not great I my my perspective on it was you know obviously like again like that's not something that we know we know now it's not right like you know people can be gay and not mentally ill but To me, it was so funny, like, the portrayal that, like, what they were going for was, like, Hawkeye was... It's crazy that Hawkeye would think this way about Frank Burns because he hates him so much. Like, that was, to me, like, the funny part. And even, like, the way he was like, oh, Frank, like, I love being in the same tent as Frank. And, like, we all know that Hawkeye hates that, actually. So, like, for me, it was not, like, so terrible because it wasn't this it wasn't revered as this like perverse repulsive thing it was more supposed to be like hawkeye hates frank so it's funny at least that's like for me that's like i feel like that's a generous way to interpret it um obviously there's a little bit problematic but i didn't think it was really too bad
1: with it being problematic i guess there is like the context of in the military at that time if you were gay it was a mental or seen as a mental illness and you would be blacklisted for it but there's a video on a future episode of the show that like really deals with the subject in like a serious manner by matt baum where he discusses how at the military in the 50s and up through like the 70s and 80s if you were gay like you were essentially blacklisted entirely
0: yeah up until like i think like 2011 you could be dishonorably discharged for being gay in the military
1: yeah that's wild it's kind of crazy that hawkeye would feign being gay to the psychiatrist given the context of the time period. Because I imagine that move, even if you're like, you know, a jokester and a, a rapscallion like Hawkeye, pretty, pretty dangerous to do. Like you could legitimately ruin your life if this guy believes you're gay and is not, uh doesn't have discretion about it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely see that. And it was, uh I think that that's why it wasn't necessarily like, played up so much because during that time period especially when it was set and in the 70s like everyone knew that you couldn't be gay in the army so I feel like that's probably why it wasn't played up as much as maybe it necessarily would have been but yeah I just I didn't really like love the, that aspect of it too much but I didn't think it was like really reprehensible because it wasn't like it, it wasn't that bad. So just kind of like moving on from that, it's not really brought up again either, but when Henry gets back, this psychiatrist meets with Henry and he's like, well, I think that Hawkeye needs psychiatric evaluation and he is going to, you know, take him to Tokyo for observation. And of course, Henry's like, no, 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 like he's just being Hawkeye. He's not like he's not actually, you know, for lack of a better word, like crazy but he's just being himself. And so Henry shoots off into this monologue of like these things that Hawkeye has done to Frank, like these practical jokes that he's played on him. And he's just like hysterically laughing at his desk and he's just in the complete wrong company to be saying these things to. And, he, and like no one else is laughing except Henry, the commanding officer. Like, oh, remember when he like tied you up and put your arms in plaster and like all this crazy stuff. And Hawkeye- and he thought
1: you had broken arms.
0: Yeah. And like Mark- Margaret and Frank were, like, completely stoic, like, not, they didn't think it was funny at all, and then um, there was the, <laughs> there was this great line when the, when the psychiatrist said to him, oh, I'm taking him for observation, like, you know, it, we're, we're, this is what's happening, and Henry goes, yeah, but I'll, I might never get him back, and the psychiatrist says to him, oh, well, we'll do our best to get him back to you, and Henry goes, this is the army, no one does their best, and I just thought that was just yes. too much. <laughs>
1: I, I <laughs> that knew so that funny. you would love that line. No, yeah, that whole bit was—you know—it's a—it's a—it's a comedy. We're supposed to be on Hawkeye's side, so like, we do kind of want Frank Burns to be the the butt of a joke. But my God, could you imagine if that happened? Uh, like your coworker, like tying you up and doing all this crazy stuff to you. Yeah, the the psychiatrist does kind of have a point, even <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> We like Hawkeye.
0: (laughs) And he actually says to Hawkeye later on, like when he says, you know, you're coming back with me for psychiatric observation. He's like, well, you know, I was just kidding with all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, I know. But the fact that you do all this other crazy stuff, you're coming back with me. Kind of just like I I felt like kind of just being like, I can do this because I can. So I thought it was really funny that in this in this episode, and again we're in this scene where uh, Henry is telling the psychiatrist all this stuff about what Hawkeye does to Frank. So Henry goes, you know, Margaret, Frank, like tell him that, t- tell the psychiatrist that he's just Hawkeye's just like this practical joker guy. And they're like, oh no, like poor Hawkeye, like Hawkeye is so sick. This, that, and the other thing. And it really made me realize that like as much as Hawkeye and Trapper scheme to do like practical jokes and you know be just silly guys margaret and frank also scheme like just as much to get hawkeye and trapper out of the camp like thrown out of the camp this is like the second or third out of seven episodes where they're scheming to get hawkeye away from them which i thought was really funny
1: frank and margaret are not as dumb as they seem well at least margaret's not margaret's yeah, I was gonna got say, a pretty frank good head be. on her shoulders <laughs> But what I liked... See, this is an episode we didn't mutually like, but we're still, like, talking about, like, we like it. Um, What I liked with this, uh, with the psychiatrist being like, hey... You have to go with me to uh, observation. And Hawkeye just gives this like monologue of like, of course I'm losing it a little bit. Everything's crazy right now. And just that whole monologue he gave, I thought was like pretty good. Alan Alda is a good actor and I'm excited to see him kind of stretch his muscles as the show goes on and gets these more genuine dramatic moments later down the road.
0: Yeah, I actually noted too. I was like, one of the things that I did like about this episode, I was like, yeah, Alan Alda was pretty good in this episode. I did like him in this episode. He kind of, he played like the goofy really good. And, uh, he played, you know, the, I'm trying to be serious. I'm trying to, you know, be crazy really well. And I, I don't know. I just, I just really liked him in this episode. Um, Sorry, like this is this is just kind of a hard episode to talk about. Uh, like in my opinion, like honestly, it's just there wasn't much for me to it's just kind say. Of things I feel. happening. Yeah, exactly. It was very like essence of a sitcom. Like stuff happens and it's kind of funny. And like that's what a sitcom is. So anyway, so it looks like Hawkeye is going to have to be taken to observation with this creepy Captain Sherman guy. We're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? So, of course, like, Hawkeye and Trapper and Radar have a plan, and it's not it's not a good plan. Uh, th- this is basically where I had the... This is why I didn't like the episode, essentially, and I don't think I've ever really enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I don't really have much to say here, um, but essentially hawkeye trapper and radar is like switch the t- the signs on the tent for where captain sherman is staying to uh margaret's tent so he goes into her tent instead of the visitor's tent and is like sleeping in her bed and then when she goes into her tent he like she starts to undress and stuff like that and he is kind of like led to believe that she is like coming on to him I guess and in the like then he kind of like jumps on Margaret and it's like a really really bad scene essentially basically like Hawkeye and Trapper like kind of orchestrated this like attack on Margaret because they knew that Captain Sherman was into her and it was really gross in my opinion because she was like screaming and like saying no and he was like throwing her around and just it was really honestly kind of uncomfortable to watch especially especially since there was a laugh track like kind of going hysterical through the whole thing and I remember being younger and being like well that's not right but being like oh well it's mash okay next episode. And now watching it again as an adult, I'm like, yikes, that's not funny. That's not nice. I don't like to even see that. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it was uh, in in this episode, it was, you know, throughout the show, we kind of get this like you know the 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 for the time period, the female characters were like you know underdeveloped. there was a lot of womanizing, you know the they were treated as objects a lot, but this kind of went beyond really anything that I felt was even acceptable for the time period. It was really really not funny i, I yeah, I just I just really didn't like it, and throughout the show too, probably even later on, there's like a lot of a, assault on Margaret that is played for laughs and i just don't think that's funny and it not only did it not age well it just wasn't even funny back then i feel it was very like male comedy kind of thing like you could tell that like female writers weren't involved with that
1: it's it's boys being boys and you know maybe we should tell the boys not to be boys like that
0: yes exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah this to get back into like the plot of it for the episode there was you know this guy basically like attacks margaret and uh he then kind of leaves in shame or, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, he but like, shamed he, like, into leaving. Yeah, essentially. And so that's how Hawkeye kind of gets out of going to Tokyo with him. And it's just, I don't know, like, that was just not funny. <laughs> it was just not great. Yeah. I just didn't that's like something it. something
1: we're but... going to, I imagine, have to deal with a lot in the future. Maybe not a lot, a lot, but I, knowing this era and what you said about this happening. We're gonna have this discussion a few times, which isn't
0: great in my recollection. this was the only episode that was like really bad, like this um so it not 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 that it happened a lot, but that this episode was just in particular not good um I thought the ending scene kind of saved the episode I mean it was a it was a it still kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, but the ending scene was so like typical for mash i felt that i was like huh that's 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 just mash
1: they went through all this and then it was for nothing
0: yeah so when henry finally signs off on the rnr for hawkeye and trapper they then go and they're about to get in the jeep and choppers just randomly show up because and radar's like "Uh oh here we go and then a few seconds later the announcement comes on and he's like, oh, Chopper is, you know, getting coming wounded. And so Hawkeye and Trapper, they can't even go on vacation as they had planned. And I just felt like that kind of irony is so typical for MASH, where it's just like they go through this whole big thing to try to do this thing, and then it doesn't work out anyway. They don't get what they want. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, that was... Because, man, this show is so sad when you when you like look at who these characters are, and how long they're there for. This is a funny show. But I am like, man, these guys who hate it here, were here for 11 years. So whenever there is like the the melancholy kind of things, uh, I'm always like, aw, these poor guys. <laughs>
0: well, the good thing is they weren't actually supposed to have been there for 11 years. <laughs> So
1: I guess, yeah, I guess it's like, uh, you know, compressed timeline rules where it's (laughs) like, oh, the show's on for six years, but the show only takes place over the course of a year.
0: Yeah, like the war is only on for... I don't even know, like three to five years. And they're like, okay, we're here for 11. <laughs> so I ha- I do have some trivia for this episode. So this episode, um, the editor, Fred W. Berger, won an Ace Eddie Award for his work on editing this episode, which I thought was pretty cool. This um, episode? Yeah.
1: The editing did not particularly stand out to me, but you know, good I know, for
0: him. I didn't- I didn't think so either. I thought that there were many other episodes where <laughs> the editing was a lot better, but huh, who knows? Um, and then Captain Sherman, he was played by Stuart Mar he was played by Stuart Margolin and this is probably one of those actors that you've seen him in everything, or at least like in the sixties, he guest starred on very familiar so face. many shows. Yeah. He recently he actually did an episode of Thirty Rock and an episode of The X Files.
1: Ooh. Well, Alan Alda's on 30 Rock.
0: Oh, is he? Oh yeah yeah yeah, I remember you told me that. That's so funny. Um he actually comes back in an episode of MASH. He doesn't not this character, but he the actor comes back in season 2 to play another like guest starring role character. He's actually best known for his role in the rockford files which i've actually never heard of um he played a character called angel name. martin yeah i've never heard of it so that's what he's best known for he's also been on the mary tyler moore show magnum pi matlock just a lot of guest starring stuff and then he pivoted to writing and directing which i thought was pretty cool so just a little just a little fact about the the, the predator on the show <laughs> the actor's probably like a fine person just this this was not a good first introduction <laughs>
1: Like I said, there was, like, nothing inherently creepy about this man. He was, like, a perfectly normal-looking 70s man. But, you know, psychiatrists are not the kindest uh, portrayals in media, especially around this time.
0: So, Ethan, to wrap up, do you have any final thoughts about the episode?
1: You know, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was a pretty standard episode of a 70s sitcom in all the normal and worst ways uh so one bit that i remembered that i liked was i think it was a dish or somebody L- lieutenant dish i'm not sure um Cutler, but mean? one of the one of the nurses uh mm-hmm. comes up to hawkeye in the beginning of the episode when he's beginning to feign like mental illness mm-hmm. and she's like oh well you've been asking me out for forever do you want to go out tonight and Hawkeye is like I'm not that kind of boy like <laughs> as if it was good like very much a role reversal kind of thing and demonstrating that maybe he's not himself a uh, good time for that one scene bad time for the end of the episode
0: <laughs> my favorite part of this or my one of my favorite one-liners in this episode was when Radar was coming in to tell Hawkeye that he was gonna be taken for psychiatric observation and Radar said psych what did he say it was really funny he was like psychiatric psychiatric yeah and so Hawkeye goes you can tell your psychiatrist that i'm not going or whatever he said and i was like i wonder if that was ad-libbed that, that was my first thought when hearing that line i was like huh that that's funny i wonder if that was ad-libbed so that was something that that was something that maybe saved the episode a little bit So to wrap up, we'd like to give thanks to Jacob Firabalco for being our technical consultant, Melissa, my sister, for cover art, and of course, our listeners. As always, our music is linked in the description, and you can follow us on social media, also linked in the description. And until next time, check out a book by Sergeant Freud. Goodbye, farewell, and amen. Bye, everybody.